Five Breakfast Catch up Alright we don't have even have time To play a song I've got no interest in it John Smith World Cup winning captain Is here My man Thank you so Such a pleasure to meet you I remember exactly Where I was Weirdly enough I watched the World Cup final In 2007 in France At a church wow. Who was like We're going to have a screening Because this is God's work Or whatever <laughs> It is so good to have you here Thank you so much For being such a good sport John Smith stood in the security For 15 minutes So that he could Surprise Mudley Oh my word yeah. was, This was uh, quite a bit <laughs> like it was a very well sought out plan with a lot of yeah. detail involved. Yeah. I feel so, I don't know, cheated. Why? <laughs> I feel, at least I have some green on today because last yes, week I forgot to forgot. wear green. So luckily I have some green on. But Dan, my hair is not even washed. No oh, makeup. Come but on. This, is, this great, is my crush. This and is now a look great moment how, for me as well because. <laughs> look uh, how I'm looking now. I mean, she's a lovely looking lady. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, and normally my wife always mocks me because it's always the old grannies that are calling out for me. And, uh, <laughs> and so we were walking along one, uh, this one day with my wife and I, and there was this beautiful blonde girl calling right. John, John. And my wife was so half excited for me because it was like this first really good looking woman that had called out to me. <laughs> Ever. And then I was like, she like grabbed me by the she said, look. And I was like, no, no, she's calling Jean de Villiers. Oh, <laughs> no, John Smith. Well, John, we are just getting genuinely, we haven't planned this. We're just getting messages on the WhatsApp line right now from for a from a bunch of people who say that you are, are and were 100% their crush. Here's Erica. <laughs> My forever crush from Sharks Fangirl. How does it feel to discover on a random Friday morning in 2023 that you're a sex icon, John Smith? It's, uh, it seems like an oxymoron being like a front row with ginger hair and slightly <laughs> overweight. So. Mate, <laughs> but I'll it, take it. It is so good to have you here. You're so beloved. You're such an icon and you do so much for the game. I mean, Aob was just updating me on some stuff that I didn't even know. I didn't know that you have a coffee company, that you run security stuff, but particularly that you run an SA Rugby Legends program. Tell us about it. Yeah, so SA Rugby Legends was started by a guy called Gavin Vrigis about 22 years ago. Um, and it was really just because players were struggling to transition out of the game and they were a bit lonely and struggling. You know, obviously, even the stadiums are empty and there's no more game. And so we put together this organization called the S- basically Ex-Players Club, uh, SA Rugby Legends. And, and it started by just a couple of ex-has-beens playing games at various clubs and having a few beers afterwards and replicating, I guess, a little bit of the camaraderie from uh, a year gone by. And then we started coaching the kids in the local communities before the games. And and now it's really just, it's the biggest, it's the only rugby development program in the country. And so SA Rugby outsource all of the development to us. And uh, so the Celsius SA Rugby Legends get to, just before COVID, we're get, getting to about thirty thousand kids wow, a year. Wow, that's amazing! And uh, so, yeah, we've got some amazing stories, guys and girls that have gone on to play for South Africa. So wow. it's really cool. A Conan Dogane was on last week, and he said he's been invited to play some of these ex-players matches, and he won't because his body can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Case correct. So <laughs> I am. Um, I've played three, and I've gotten injured in all three. So. <laughs> The, the, the previous one was about 10 weeks ago right. against Portugal. Against and, Portugal, um, okay. I, I pulled my hamstring in the fourth minute. In the fourth minute. Chasing, chasing an up and under, which I wouldn't even have done when I was getting paid to play this <laughs> It's so good that you're doing that, though. Polly uh, and I sp- uh, speak a lot about how many players we know who get the thrill and the fulfillment and the joy of playing professionally and then suddenly get hit 
by a brick basically yeah. when they retire mm. because a huge part of their life just drops away mm. and you see footballers going into states of depression cricketers who haven't made a plan to make money after their careers not having a plan and are suddenly in crisis so it's amazing what you guys are doing thank you yeah it is a tricky uh, state because what the one thing about that they don't tell you when you start playing sport is that you get a you get this sort of addicted to dopamine you become a drug addict of dopamine which rushes through your veins at training every Saturday the highs are massive the lows are low but you keep getting these highs that keep coming so to try and control that and find something else after rugby if you haven't been able to create some other interests while you played sport it's quite difficult yo while well, you're doing such good work and you did such good work in 2007 I just want you to tell us what it felt like when the final whistle blew there was a tight final against mm. England it was decided by kicks there were some extraordinary on the line defensive tackles I remember Brian Abanda did one in particular that stuck in my mind as a 13 year old losing my mind watching that game <laughs> what was the moment when the final whistle blew and it suddenly hit you not only were you a world champion you were about to lift the Webb Ellis Cup what was that feeling? I'll tell you the first emotion was definitely one of relief it was like the world had been lifted off my shoulders you know because we worked four years right for this one only one moment that had to be successful over 80 minutes had to be perfect Um, yeah well i'll never forget i was struggling to sleep on the thursday and i was tossing and turning and my wife said you know obviously was getting irritated and she said it's a problem i said well we've got this pretty important game with (laughs) it i was like what if we come second all of this four years away from home for like 250 days a year Working hard, all the sacrifices for nothing. So. And you never remember the runner-up. It just doesn't feel. No, you don't. When yeah. you've got that close, it is a loss. Yeah, a loss is. is a loss. Yeah. She had this epiphany. She said, "Well, if you only th- focus on coming second, you'll forget to come first Oh, I yeah. see. So it was okay. one of those things that stuck with me. But relief was the first thing. This was the first emotion I felt. The first time I felt joy was when it actually. When we left it, when I had one hand on it with yes. Tabon Becky, and it actually—that's what it sort of when it first sunk in, yeah. and then there was a sort of a three-day haze of alcohol-induced <laughs> <laughs> happy uh, times uh, confusion, <laughs> and uh, and then when it really, really sunk home is when we got home of to course, Oliver Tambo, the and parades. there was thousands of people. Then you realised for the first time actually who you're playing for right the full impact that's crazy I have to ask you because obviously you had one hand on the trophy and Tabo Mbeki had his hand on the other and he's not a tall man (laughs) were you suddenly recalibrating how high to lift the trophy just for for control you know he was an absolute gem. He actually flew in the night before just to come and wish us luck and uh, I'll never forget because right after that I think Ashwin and, and Bob picked him up and put him on the shoulders and he had these three bodyguards and, and they, they literally I could see the panic setting into their eyes and I actually met one of them uh, about two weeks ago and he, and, and we, we, we were joking about just how stressed this guy thought his life was about to end because sure. if anything happened to Tabo he was, he was a goner that's amazing although I must say if you as a bodyguard see Ashwin and Bob you probably don't think I'm going to step in I'm going to step in and deal with some stuff John Smith is here 8.15 in the morning what an absolute pleasure and a treat we're going to be back on the radio after Aldemar from Mishlawi and Narcissi catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za